The Braves welcome everybody back home with a walk-off. I mean, it was pretty jacked up out there for the sixth, what, seventh game of the year. From the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, this is the Braves Report, presented by Kroger, the podcast that takes you inside the clubhouse and gives you the stories behind the score. I'm Jay Black with our AJC Braves beat reporter, Justin Toscano, from high atop Truist Park. And, uh, Justin, it is the home opener. It was the longest game of the season, but well worth the wait. Yeah, it did not disappoint. That was a very, very high-level baseball game for it being April 6th. Two NL contenders, they both looked at like it. They went back and forth, punch for punch. Uh, the Braves come out on top with the familiar flair that we've seen from them in recent seasons where this team is never out of a game. All right, coming up, how the guy who Braves fans may have wanted the least brought out the biggest roars on Thursday. Plus, the Braves are starting to have a few nicks and bruises. Should you be worried? And what to make of that sweep in St. Louis? This is your first time listening to us. Welcome aboard and make sure you follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Braves Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, presented by Kroger. And all right, Easter is this weekend. And if you need to make any kind of last-minute run, Kroger has sweet deals for Easter to make it special for your peeps. Kroger's got savings on everything you need to fill out your Easter basket from candy, to Easter dyeing kits, toys, and more. So visit your local Kroger store or go to Kroger.com slash Easter. That is Kroger.com slash Easter. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. All right, Braves beat the Padres 7-6 on Orlando Arcia's walk-off single. And this is also Brian Snicker's 1,000th game as a big league manager, and he's had a quite a few in this way now. A lot of them have. I know that over my time here. It's, these guys have been something else. And when they're, I said we're like an NBA team, don't leave because the best things might happen late in the game. I know I'm putting the cart way before the horse here, but this felt a little different than, than just a standard home opener. It's like Braves country can feel something special could be happening this year yeah you can definitely feel that um truest park had a little bit of a bite to it tonight uh usually it feels nothing like philly or new york but you had soto sucks chance in left field for juan soto you had strike chance for when they wanted you know pitchers to strike out padre hitters i mean you you had it all like it was it was pretty rabid tonight and you can you can feel the expectations, and I know that sounds cheesy, but what we mean is, man, that, that didn't feel like April 6th. You, you know what it felt like? It felt like last year when we were in San Diego as, you know, the Braves beat was in San Diego, and the Braves were playing the Padres who were for their home opener, and it was nuts on a Thursday. It was just completely wild, um, and that's what it was like today where it was almost – it was like a celebration – and you could you could feel it. There were people here, you know, forty two thousand of them plus, and it got loud and loud and loud. And Blake Snell comes out of the game. It gets a little louder, a little louder. The teams are trading blows. It's a little more, and it just popped in that eighth inning. And it was it was an incredible atmosphere. And um, let me tell you, this this ain't happening in thirty ballparks. And this was kind of the, the to me one of the big tests of the pitch clock as a baseball fan is 
would would the moment go by too fast? Would you feel something when things are getting tight in the late innings? And didn't shut these people up any? No, not at all. I mean, it was, man, it was the roars here and just the constant buzz and the the eruptions during that eighth inning with, you know, Matt Olson goes the other way. Austin Riley legs out an infield single. Travis Darneau um, hits a single to tie the game. All with two strikes, all with two outs, and it was just pandemonium. Like, it, it honestly almost felt like that Mets series. Yep. Like, it felt it felt so much like a big game, um, and, and it was. Like, I know, and I was talking to our video person, Sarah Spencer, about this on video, so if you haven't checked that out, check out our YouTube channel as well. Yes. I'll plug that here. But... I know base in baseball we talk about sample sizes so much, but this is all we have to go on is the Braves whooping the Cardinals for three games and then beating the Padres here in a back-and-forth game of who was going to survive. And this was a really, really good win. And so far, Jay, the Braves are who we thought they were. Yep. Now, one guy who is not exactly who we thought he was, at least at this point, is Orlando Arcia. Gets the big homer early and the big hit late. He's got a slow heartbeat. He's confident in his abilities. Say he, he did a really good job for us. Didn't surprise anybody. He did a great job last year when Ozzy went down. And here's Arcia. Sí, me gusta, me gusta esa 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 situación así. No, I, I like those situations. I like those situations a lot, mostly because uh, I just tell myself, you know, I, I want to do whatever I can to help the team win. So I kind of fixate on that and, and do whatever it takes to just pull one out for the team. And that's the team's translator, Franco Garcia. And I know it's seven games, but but how do you explain this situation? And I mean, it's a great story, right? Because at the outset of the off season. When it became clear that, you know what, the Braves just might not reach Dansby Swanson's price, the chatter began. Von Grissom, Von Grissom, Von Grissom. The fans, people like the sexy prospect. People like the upside. They loved what he did last year up here. And how could you not? I mean, he played a solid second base. um, And granted, it's not shortstop, but he hit immediately. I mean, he put one on the Lansdowne Street, literally at bats into his career in his debut. He ran the bases. He had that memorable play that we saw in a montage here today where uh, the scores from first against the Mets um, in that huge base running play. I mean, you heard the chatter. Um, And Orlando Arce is too humble to admit that, but he's a human being. You know, he probably knew that people were clamoring for Von Grissom. They were clamoring for Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, you know, Carlos Correa, whoever it might be. Nobody thought of Dansby Swanson's backup. And right now, Orlando Arce is proving everybody wrong. And it's a really cool story because the Braves believed in this guy. They believed he had more in the bat. They believe he's a really skilled player, a really talented player. They believe that he would be very, you know, he'd be good over 162 games if he got that starting opportunity. And they believed in him enough to say, you know what, we'll send the kids down, you know, to AAA. And that's not the biggest decision because they can just reverse course at any time. If Orlando Arcia isn't playing well, they can reverse course. But man, for him to keep his head down and to keep working and to block out all the noise and to ignore everything, we're all culpable in this. We talked to Orlando Arcia once in spring training, for God's sakes, for a couple minutes. And I think it was a second note in one of my notebooks. 
Like we all thought that Von Grissom had the inside track on this job and Von Grissom, you could say maybe outplayed Orlando Arcia in spring training, but for the Braves' appetite, not enough. And Orlando Arcia, uh, to his credit, has, you know, come in here to start the season and he's defended. He's hit. He's gotten big hits. He's had professional at bats. He has had home runs. He has been terrific. It's probably everything they could have asked and more. This almost kind of feels like the the Jordan meme. And I took that personally. Yeah, seriously. I mean, how could you not? Like, I don't know if he reads, you know, the roster projections or people just saying it's going to be Von Grissom. But If he does want to read the roster projections, we can sell you a subscription to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution at subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast. There you go. Um, and in case he's listening to this podcast as well. But I, I just think that... It's a show of tremendous humility um, because anybody would take that personally. But he just went in, he came in, he did his job, he believed in himself, he you know knew that he couldn't do more than he could do. Um, that's a tongue twister, but that's what they say in baseball. Don't try to do too much. Can't win the job in a week. Can't win the job you know in two weeks. Steady spring and the Braves, you know, they believed in him enough to give him this opportunity, and he's done nothing but use it. He's made great defensive plays, big hits. Um, has really helped them offensively. Uh, when you're nine hitters hitting like that, you're probably going to be pretty good. And and right now they are they are hitting on all cylinders. However, um, the mash ward's getting a little deep, and the injury list is getting a, a tad long. And there's been another addition to that tonight. Michael Harris had to leave early. He um, banged his back a little bit on the uh, on a catch at the wall. So I'm glad he said something. I mean, it's just something we want. Again, this early, we want to take care of that, and not let it linger, and and um, <clears throat> or anything. So you know, I'm just I'm, I'm glad he. I told him I'm glad he said something. Any reason to worry about Harris? I don't think so. Um, if you remember in spring training, he had some back tightness uh, and was out for a day, and then was you know was in the lineup the next day. He was scratched from a game on Friday in the lineup Saturday. He's day to day, but. I mean, I think the catch Snit's talking about actually happened Wednesday in St. Louis where he made that leaping grab at the wall because this one, I went back and checked. um, Thank God for the MLB research tool. Uh, I went back and checked, and the only play he had, it was kind of what I remembered, is him going back to the start of the track on a Jake Cronenworth fly ball. Unless he tweaked it there, who knows? I thought he heard it when he slid into second on the stolen base, and he stayed down on his knees for a couple moments and kind of like... That's what I thought. Yeah, it it looked... Kind of flopped into the bag. Yeah, it kind of looked a little awkward. um, And I'm, you know, but if it was a catch, I I don't know if that had happened tonight. It might have been that St. Louis won in that, you know, series finale day game uh, at the wall. I don't think there's a ton of concern. I mean, I think it... uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess anything can happen. I don't want to you know, be famous last words, but, or jinx anybody. But I think if it were a huge injury, we would have seen something concrete happen in in a sense. Uh, And I think he'll be fine. All right, coming up, it is early April, and the Braves are already proving you can never have too much pitching. But is the bullpen starting to get a little thin? And what to make, and what to make of what happened in St. Louis? This is the Braves report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution presented by Kroger. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, Look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. 
We lead with clarity because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. All right, quick reminder that uh, if, you, if you've not done so and you're feeling Braves fever and want to get more of it, because why wouldn't you, and you have not joined our community and become a subscriber to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, we have a ton of content that you can only get if you are a subscriber. You get everything that Justin writes. You get our terrific columnist Mark Bradley and Michael Cunningham, who was here at the game tonight. Also terrific photos and our layouts and the e-paper and access to all our newsletters, including the Braves Report. And you can do that. For 99 cents for the next three months. So go to subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast so you always know what's really going on. That is subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast. All right, now, it almost seems like every day this week um, on your Twitter and on ajc.com, we've had a roster move story involving an arm. And now Colin McHugh is on the IL. How serious is this one? Yeah, he said it's more precautionary than anything. Nothing super out of the ordinary. His stuff was down Wednesday in St. Louis. The velo was a bit down. Um, and the Braves wanted to just give him time to iron this out. Uh, it's right shoulder inflammation. He said he just felt more soreness than is typical for him at this stage um, of the season. But he also said, look, from opening day on, nobody's 100%. If this were September, October, he would be playing um, down the stretch. He'd be pitching. But there's no reason. They'd rather take 15 days now than a ton of time later. But... Yeah, that bullpen, man. It's uh, and it's looked good with the exception of you know what Kirby Yates did tonight. But Nick Anderson has stepped up. AJ Minter has stepped up for Rizel Iglesias. I mean, the way I'm thinking about this is, they did a really good job stacking depth. And if this is what your bullpen is going to look like without its closer, uh, you're in pretty good shape. Speaking of the closer, why has Iggy not pitched yet? Yeah, he's at the probably not to that point. Uh, he had the shoulder inflammation. Um, and he's been getting treatment on it. He's been kind of working it back in, um, according to Brian Snicker, but not to the point of throwing. So I know he was going to throw, he was going to be shut down for seven days, uh, after, you know, when the Braves announced it. So that would have been March 30th, uh, by my count. And he still hasn't thrown. So he's just not there yet. It seems like Minter though is a natural replacement. Yeah. Yeah. He's been really, really good. And he's a guy who has pitched through the heart of order, you know, the hearts of orders before um, and has done a very important job for this team um, last year specifically. He's done a really good job. He's, he's a natural fit, natural replacement. I know Snit said that that when Iglesias went down, Snit said, you know, we'll see how we get there. We'll see what we do, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm not saying he was lying because, yeah, you got to see how you get to the ninth because you might need mentor before that. But I think it's really worked out in their favor that they can use him for those safe situations um, to the point they have this season. Spencer Strider strikes out nine and in five innings tonight, and that's like the third or fourth best start of this week. And one of them is the big league debut of Dylan Dodd. Yeah, you know, I mean, this has been my dream since I was for as long as I can remember you know and it's it's been real and, and an amazing day what I've been watching all spring pretty much I think mean, that was uh for your first outing and 
all the people that he had here, as you can tell by the ovations, and, and I thought he handled it unbelievable. Really, really good. What is it about you that allowed you to settle down so quickly, even though you were nervous? I guess you couldn't tell. Yeah, I'm, I think after just getting the first out, you know, and just realizing that it's the same game, you know, and, and just continue to attack the zone and put the pressure on them. How much does getting Goldschmidt to ground and double play and then striking out Arenado kind of tell you you belong really early there? Yeah, yeah, that was huge. And, I mean, they're unbelievable players, and, you know, and I was able to, you know, get them today, and, and I'm excited for, you know, probably facing them again. That's Dylan. I guess he's going to get another start. Yeah, yeah. He's starting Sunday against the Padres here on Easter Sunday, which also happens to be your birthday. Happy uh, well, it is. Birthday. Please, send, um, please send flowers, cards, or 10s and 20s. I'll take any. There you go. There you go. Um, uh, but, yeah, Dylan, I mean, geez, he just attacked. Strikes out Nolan Arenado for his first career strikeout. And right before that in the inning prior, he gets Paul Goldschmidt, who, oh, by the way, happens to be pretty good, reigning NL MVP. He gets him to ground into a double play. Um, Dylan Dodd faced a couple different situations where he could have unraveled and he stayed the course throughout the entire way. Really, really good. Uh, the Braves couldn't have asked for more. And Bryce Elder apparently steps up every time he's in a big league game. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about Bryce. He's just able to come in. Uh, Michael Harris said it best. Bryce is a dog. Um, and if that's not a 22 year old talking, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, he's got the dog I, in him. Yeah, he does. Um, and Bryce for him, it's, you know, it's about trusting his stuff. He said, he's, he's not going to be a different pitcher here than he is in the minors, man. He shoved, uh, the offense helped him out with some early, you know, some early runs, some early action. Um, and Bryce took care of the rest. All right. Now on to Friday's game, Jared Schuster's back in the rotation. Yes, he is. When McHugh went down, Schuster came up reason being that, um, when he was optioned, the Braves felt it was a little bit of a dead roster spot. Um, and they optioned him. They didn't know what they were going to do for Friday. Uh, they brought him back because Colin McHugh went down, and that's the only reason they could have brought him back because you got to stay in the minors for pitchers 15 days after you're optioned unless you're replacing an injured player. He's replacing an injured player, and it's an opportunity to bounce back, uh, but that lineup's a little stiffer than the Nationals one. This this felt like a big-time series, and it feels like it's going to be the first of many between these two teams this year. Yeah, man, I mean... Are these these might be the best two teams in baseball. Uh, they're certainly two of the top four, five teams in baseball. Um, and when you think about in San Diego in a week and a half from now, and then perhaps in October, it could be the beginning of, I'm not going to say a rivalry, but a beginning of, you know, kind of how Braves-Dodgers was uh, a couple years ago where it's you knew that those teams might meet again. Um, and we thought Braves-Dodgers would meet last year. They did not. The Braves and the Padres seem well-positioned uh, in the NL right now. Um, but we'll see if they beat up on each other because one of them is going to have to go home bleeding from both of these series. All right, so we'll I'll just do a short one uh, tonight to celebrate the home opener and the big win for the Braves. But uh, we will be back on uh, Monday to uh, recap how this big series shakes out. So if you have not done so, please rate, review, follow, share. Please spread the word. We've also got our survey, so tell us how you feel about uh, how we're doing on the Braves report. And we'll be back on Monday from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity. 
Because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart.